What's going on everybody? This is Austin Carnes with Cross Gen Productions and this is the Cross Gen Productions podcast. When is the last time America has taken a self-evaluation? How many times do we look at our own lives and compare ourselves to God's standards or God's reality? Many try to seek out a, a form of self-realization or actualization yet fall completely short and I'll prove it to you in terms of scripture. Many times as Christians and people we don't want to see things from the other side. When I say other side I mean constructive criticism and humility. Going into a different direction, Abraham Maslow was a psychologist who created what is known as a hierarchy of needs which has been called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It is a pyramid that shows our most basic needs to our greatest needs for fulfillment as humans. Granted, this is a secular ideology, however, it is quite interesting concept when contrasted with theology. So in this hierarchy of needs, when looking at the pyramid, at the very basic need is physiological needs, which is food, water, warmth, and rest. The next is safety needs, which is security, safety, and so forth. The next is belongingness and love needs, intimate relationships and friends. The next is esteem needs, prestige, and feeling of accomplishment. And at the very top of what he deems to be our highest need in this hierarchy of needs is self-actualization, achieving one's full potential, including creative activities. Andreas Kamenios of Interaction Design Foundation writes an article called Self-Actualization, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs in which he explains the self-actualization of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He writes, in Motivation and Personality, 1954, Abraham Maslow states, What a man can be, he must be. Maslow's quote refers to self-actualization, which is the highest level or stage in his model of human motivation, the hierarchy of needs. According to the hierarchy of needs, self-actualization represents the highest order motivations which drive us to realize our true potential and achieve our ideal self, quote-unquote. Self-actualization needs are also referred to as our being needs. These include personal and creative self-growth, which are achieved through the fulfillment of our full potential. Maslow studied exemplary people or individuals considered to have realized their full or near to their full potential in their particular area of expertise or focus. These individuals included Mahatma Gandhi, Viktor Frankl, and Albert Einstein, who personify a reality of self-actualization, quote-unquote. We as people are in search of purpose and fulfillment. Self-preservation is something else I have spoken about in previous content, yet why is it that with all the social media, entertainment, social movements, and politics, we're still missing it? With Maslow's theory in mind, there are a few holes in this psychological theory that can only be explained through biblical principles. There's a term today being used in the mainstream called woke. Woke is defined by Merriam-Webster's dictionary as aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues. However, I'm calling and challenging everyone to turn away from secular wokeism and be spiritually woke. Let me give you some truth. The book of Ecclesiastes, which is written by Solomon in the Bible, may come off to some as depressing. Have you read it? Essentially, Solomon, who is the wisest man to ever live, finds that at the end of the day, wealth power, work, pleasure, everything is meaningless in his eyes. 
However, in Ecclesiastes 12, 13, 14, Solomon ends the book by stating what is truly important. He says the conclusion when everything has been heard is fear God and keep his commandments because this applies to every person. For God will bring every act to judgment and everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. Also in Ecclesiastes 3.11, Solomon writes, He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart without the possibility that mankind will find out the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. Furthermore, Francis Chan writes a book called Crazy Love. In his book, he writes, Why are we so quick to forget God? Who do we think we are? I find myself relearning this lesson often. Even though I glimpse God's holiness, I still, I am still dumb enough to forget that life is all about God and not about me at all. To have a true understanding and grasp of self-realization, we must realize the brevity of life and that we must humble ourselves before God. To achieve a type of self-realization, we must realize our place in the universe in comparison to God. In Western culture especially, going back to Ecclesiastes 3.11 for comparison, this explains why we continue to search and find fulfillment, or to search and try to find fulfillment and acceptance and our place in the universe. God has placed eternity in our hearts, yet humans never understand this at times, or maybe ever. As time continues to move forward, our present circumstance will only get worse unless we understand this basic concept. This isn't a call to beat ourselves down, but to humble ourselves before God and understand self-realization in terms of Scripture. Jesus said in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. God wants you to have the self-realization that the reason for your existence is for himself, to bring him glory, to worship him, to live righteously and devote yourself to him every day, every day. Colossians 1.16 says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. This is how we obtain self-actualization rather than Maslow's theoretical explanation. Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Galatians 2, 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Isaiah 66, 2 says, For my hand made all these things, so all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But I will look to this one, at one who is humble and contrite in spirit and who trembles at my word. In conclusion, my place in the universe and my self-fulfilling purpose I need to achieve is found in God. By understanding this, now you have achieved self-realization. Dear God, I love you, Lord. Thank you for this time of devotion that we can understand self-realization or self-actualization. 
Thank you, God, that our place in this universe is found in you. It's not in what, what our job is, what our title is, the things we necessarily do, but our identity, our purpose that we need to achieve is found in you. And it is living and being devoted to you and fearing you. God, help us to fear you and have this self-realization in terms of Scripture and biblical principles. And I pray that we would apply this to our lives. Thank you, God, for all that you do. And I pray that you'd help us to come to this basic understanding so that we can live every day out carrying our cross, coming after you, and finding what real self-actualization is. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys. Have a great week and I hope that you will understand this concept of self-actualization in terms of scripture.